0: Hey, it's Amber Smith. Welcome to the Conscious Coach Podcast. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Today is a really awesome episode. Um, Another in the series of Meet My Mentor. Today I'm talking about Tony Robbins and it's crazy as I was preparing for this episode, it almost made me emotional because Tony Robbins was really one of the first personal development coaches that I ever ran into. Um, and it was right at the beginning of my business and I was still reading tons of books back then. I still read tons of books, but I read a book called Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins. And it, it's, it's cliche, but it's not untrue to say that it changed my life. (laughs) Um, and we're going to talk a lot about the principles that he teaches in his books in his, YouTube videos and his seminars and just everywhere. I mean, the man serves so much and, um, he's very inspirational, but also he gives very, very tactical tools for personal development. And like I said, I got a little emotional setting for this episode because to revisit some of the principles that he teaches, it put me back in time where I was learning that I was a creator. I was learning that my destiny was something that I could create. It wasn't something that existed outside of me. It wasn't something that was like written in the stars, right? That I had true agency. And he's really the one that helped me see how to use my agency for the first time. And so one of the things, I have a whole list of things we're gonna talk about today because his his work is so epic um, so profound, but also so big, right? There's so many different things that he talks about. He has, he teaches business mastery. He teaches personal development. He teaches personal power. He teaches health. I mean, he just, he is the, like, to me, the ultimate personal development coach, the the ultimate personal coach. And so, so many people, so many mentors and teachers and gurus that we all love and know learned a lot from Tony Robbins themselves. Right. And I'm no different. And so I want to just jump right into his work. Um, he wrote "Awaken the Giant Within." He wrote "Unlimited Power." He wrote "Unshakable." He wrote "Life Force," and he wrote the book "Money Master the Game." And I highly recommend you study all of all of his works because they're so powerful. But I'm going to just jump into the things that I took away because met much of my masculine energy type. Personal power stuff comes from Tony Robbins. And so, one of the first things that I really learned from him is that strategy isn't as important as what you believe or your mindset. And because it's like so obvious, but really, he breaks down why, right? And so, in his book, Unshakable, it's all about financial well being. And he talks throughout the book how it doesn't matter what you know, right? You have to really believe that you can be the person to make it happen. And I feel like entrepreneurship, this is so true, right? Like you can get the best strategies, but if you don't believe that you're the kind of person who can make it a reality, it won't matter. You won't execute on the strategy. And so he talks about the importance of being the person, of believing in your dreams and believing in results. And he really was the first person to say, like, I am the person responsible for my results 100%. It is on me. And he gives a lot of tangible tools on what it actually means to take accountability and responsibility for your results. And the first thing that I really learned from his, from him is the power of your physiology. And so he talks about state change and how you can change your state by changing the way you move your body through the power of breath, through walking, through exercise, through cold plunges, um, through speaking things out loud, firmly, yelling, clapping, um, And so to me, this was really the first indication that like, that was always within my control, right? If I'm feeling, so I use this all the time now it's subconscious, but if I'm feeling tired or sluggish at home or in my business, like I get up and move, I clap, I jump, I will, or dance with my kids, or I will sing (laughs) anything to change my state. Right. And that's always within our control. Um, the next thing that he really taught me that's that goes along with this is the power of my attention, right? Where attention goes, energy flows. That came from him. And so what I've noticed is this was the beginning of my understanding that my thoughts create my reality. If I'm going to put my attention on what's wrong in my life, I'm going to feel crappy, right? If I put my attention on things that are great, I'm going to feel gratitude. And he really taught me that that was like a muscle that I could actively choose to put my attention on things that feel good. I could actively choose to put my attention on things that I cared about, that I wanted to create. Instead of focusing on my problems, I could focus on what's great. Instead of focusing on what could go wrong, I'm focusing on what could go right. And then from that, he has this line that, it's funny, because now I'm like, this is everywhere. Everyone's teaching this, but he was like the originator, right? He says, decisions determine destiny. And what I really learned from him is it's not just big decisions. I mean, big decisions for sure determine destiny, but tiny micro decisions, determine destiny, what I eat, how I take care of my body, what I post on social media, how many times I'm willing to show up and sell my offers, right? Tiny decisions stack into our destinies. And I really, really believe this. And I've already seen this. Like I'm so grateful for all the things that my little entrepreneur self took action on years ago because now I'm getting to reap the benefits, right? And if I had made different decisions, I wouldn't be here. And so if you want to change your life, you have the chance to change with tiny little decisions every day. Um, and I really love that. So when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I just remember what Tony teaches about decisions determining destiny. I just need to make a tiny decision that moves me forward in the right direction, right? That's always within my control. The next thing that I really love that he teaches is that the secret to living is giving. And if you if you know Tony, you know that he gives away a ton of money um, to feeding families. He He has a huge story that he was impacted by people feeding his family. And so he feeds all sorts of families. I can't remember what what the statistic is, but he gives back so much. And one of the things that I think I've heard him say is like, you can't outgive him. And I've found that really true. The more I give, the more I'm blessed. And so if you want to be abundant, if you want to be successful, give things away. If you want to make money, give it away. (laughs) And he has this story that he tells about how he was down, you know, down, not making a lot of money, And he saw this kid in need and he just gave his money away, not really thinking about it. Um, I'm paraphrasing, but I highly recommend that you study him and you'll hear him talk about this story. And then like that week, I think his business, like he, something took off and he was like, yeah, like this is the secret because when you give it away, it changes you. And then you're humble enough to see things differently. You're humble enough to accept the help that needs to come into your own life. And so I really love that. Um, and he he does so much charity work. It's, it's crazy. He does Operation Underground Railroad, so many cool things. And he was really the first person to demonstrate to me, not just tell me, but demonstrate why it's important to become wealthy. Because you can put your money where your mouth is. You can put your money where your values are. And he lives and breathes this stuff. And so I really appreciate his, not just his um, words, but his example of this, that the secret to living is giving. The next big framework that I learned from him is the six human needs. And I don't talk about this a ton, but it really transformed the way that I see people. And so he basically makes this argument that every human has six needs. And the first one he talks about is certainty. So we need to know certain things for sure, right? We need to have a sense of. Calm, a sense of predictability, and he calls this certainty. So some people have a higher need for certainty. They eat the same things every day. They want a predictable job. They want to have the same day over and over again, right? It's not that some people have this need. We all have this need, Um, and some people just have it stronger than others. The second human need that he describes is uncertainty or variety, right? We need things to change. We need things to surprise us. Um, And we, and we love, some people love surprises. Some people love unpredictability. Some people thrive when they don't know what's going to happen. I think if you're an entrepreneur, you have a certain level of tolerance and actually desire for uncertainty. And the next desire or next need he talks about is the need for significance, which is so fascinating. (laughs) Like when you start studying this and you start seeing it at other people, it all starts to click, right? We need to be different. We need to be special. We need to matter to other people. In fact, the two needs that I see the most in in, uh, entrepreneurs is is a variety. They need something different um, and significance. They wanna know that they matter. They wanna know that they're special. They wanna know that they're making a difference to other people. And so that's another need that he talks about. The next need is love or connection. And um, he goes and talks beautifully about this and the difference between love and connection, but it's tied to the same need, that we all need to feel love from other people and we need to experience love in our lives. And this is just true, right? Um, and so I think that that's a beautiful thing to study as well as you know, feeling love and feeling connected, how, how much of a need is it for you? And then the final two needs he describes as like spiritual needs. And the first one is growth. So we need to be growing. And then the last one is contribution. And this is another um, one of those things that I see a lot in entrepreneurs, right? And this is one of the reasons why I think people fall in love with entrepreneurship is that we get all these needs met in certain ways, right? The certainty, uncertainty, significance, connection, and love, growth, and contribution. Like, And what he argues is like when you get, I think he says, when you get four of these needs met by a certain thing, that's when we can become addicted. And that's when it becomes irreplaceable to us. And I've really found that fascinating to think through as well is like, if there's an unhealthy thing that meets our needs, it's hard to get rid of. So overeating, um, porn use, drugs, bad behavior, like any violence, the way he describes violence was so fascinating to me. Um, in fact, I might try to link (laughs) this video, but basically he talks about how violence meets our needs, right? Because you get the uncertainty, you're really connected to someone, even though it's a sick and twisted way, you're connected to them. Um, there's the, the element of like, I'm significant to you. And basically, he goes on to describe why violence meets people's needs. And to me, it was so explanatory, like, of course, people are going to participate in violence. Anyway, this is just one example and one one use of the six human needs. To me, this helped me understand my kids. This helped me understand my husband. This helped me understand my clients. And when you can understand what people need, and everyone has these in different orders, right? Like some people have a strong need for uncertainty. Some people have a strong need for significance. Um, We all have them, but in different orders. And when you can remember that, it gives you compassion and you can kind of understand why people do what they do. And so I think it's a really powerful framework. Um, And you might be listening to this and I would just ask you to pay attention to what, what needs came up for you when you think through why you do certain things, what need came up. And I think it's kind of interesting to look at ourselves and just human behavior in general this way. And this wasn't something that I learned in one of his books. This is something I learned from listening to his podcast and watching him on YouTube and things, but it's a really powerful framework. The next thing I learned from him, that's on my list. It's not in this order, but, um, the next thing I want to talk about, talk about with you is changing your vocabulary. And this is where I started to see the power of coaching, speaking your life into existence requires you to change your language. And he talks about how, if you don't change your language, you're going to keep creating the same things over and over again, because those are the words, you know, words are how we represent our life. And so if you keep saying life sucks, life's hard, life sucks, life's hard you're going to keep creating that. And so the more vocabulary you can use, the different words and articulations that you can use to describe your life, the richer your life will be. And the more on point it will be is based on what you actually want to experience. And so that was like what, like my first little ding, ding, ding moment for why coaching matters. I can give my clients new words to strive for new representations of a life that they want I can help them speak their life and business into existence based on the words they use, right? And so I think that coaching is super powerful that way, and he really taught me that. The next powerful idea that also ties into why I coach is this idea of a compelling future. He talks about why a lot of people kind of give up or get into unhealthy habits is because they don't have a compelling future. And this is really where I started as a life coach. Before I was a business coach, I did a lot of life coaching. And most of the people who were in a suffering state, it's because they didn't have a compelling future. They didn't have a vision of what could be that was better than the present, right? They didn't give themselves room to grow. They didn't give themselves something that motivated them into action. And so if you've been feeling stuck, if you've been feeling a small, if you've been feeling unmotivated, it's probably because you don't have a future that when you wake up, you are lit on fire. Um, And most of this has to do with our contribution, right? He talks about the secret to living is giving, right? And if you can imagine yourself making a difference for other people on a grand scale or not, but really truly living into what you want, having a future that is exciting and interesting and intriguing to you that compel, like I love that word compelling. Like that's, you feel pulled towards it. You're not running away from something. You're running to something. That's a really powerful place to be. And so I really love his work on that. The next thing he teaches in his, um, book is can I, or I, <laughs> I don't know how to, can I, can I C A N I. And he uses it as an acronym acronym for constant and never ending improvement as a way of life. And I feel like I adopted that so quickly when I found this world of coaching and personal development and entrepreneurship. It's just a way of life. Like I'm always reading, I'm always learning, I'm always growing. And so when I feel stagnant, I just simply haven't been living into that truth, right? That I'm constantly growing. I'm constantly improving. And I, I resonate with it. I think you resonate with it. If you're listening to a podcast like this, at least on some level, you believe in constant and never ending improvement. And so I really like his methods on that or his, the way he describes it. The next thing that he really taught me was to turn decades into days. And that's his words. And I have been obsessed with that idea of like, how can I learn things, principles, truths, um, lessons ahead of time without me having to go through the struggle and the failure. This is why I hire coaches. This is why I read books. This is why I take courses, right? Because it took them years to learn something. And now they're, they're compressing it for me so I can learn it in a day or when I hire a coach so I can learn it in six months or three months or whatever, And I think that this is why I love investing in myself and for my business is because I can go faster. I don't have to figure it out on my own. I can take their lessons and their principles and apply it immediately. And, um, honestly, I've kind of been this way my whole life. When I was a little girl, I used to watch, um, I have a a drug addict uncle and I would watch the way that he lived his life. And I just knew for sure. I didn't even want to dabble in drugs. I was like, that is not the life that I want. And I could just quickly learn from other people's mistakes without needing to try myself, right? I didn't need to touch the stove to know it was hot. Someone could tell me, Hey, the stove is hot. Don't touch it. And I would say, okay. Um, and I did that in a lot of areas of my life. And I feel like I still do that in business. I watch and I observe, and then I absorb the lesson and integrate it and apply it so that I can go faster without having to make the same mistakes that they did. And that has been a really powerful thing for me. So I'm always looking for people that can turn decades into days for me. I feel like I do, I do that for my clients, right? My clients can hit six figures way faster than it took me because I teach them the lessons and the principles um, that I learned on my way to six figures and beyond. Um, the next thing that he's, that it's more of like a broader principle that he teaches, which is life is cumulative. Life is building on itself. And so every decision you make matters and it's never ending, right? Like there's a place you can go that it doesn't matter what you've done up to this point, you can build from here and you can bring all the experience and life lessons that you've gained through the years into this next season of your life. And I really like that idea. Um, He taught me about the power of my internal world and my will to like, basically put my will on the external world with my belief systems, with my thoughts, I can basically shape my reality. And that was really key for me because when, as you know, entrepreneurship and just being a coach in general and, and doing this work, even if you're not an entrepreneur, even if you're just trying to bring a vision to life in your home, having something be different than it is, is a hard thing, right? It's actually hard to change. And he really showed me the way he showed me that it's possible by being focused, by taking action, by summoning my personal power. He really was the first one to teach me about personal power that I could change myself. Um, another thing I haven't talked about this on the episode or on my podcast before, but it's kind of personal. So I'm going to go there, <laughs> um, because it really was impacted by Tony Robbins. I read the book, awaken the power, no, awaken the giant within, and, um, And I had in college been depressed and I went to a therapist, I got on antidepressants and I didn't, I would say I don't, didn't have like clinical depression. I would call it situational depression. So I want to differentiate those because we don't talk about a ton about mental health issues on this podcast, but I do believe that there are people who have like a mental health challenge that's biological. I would not consider myself having a biological mental health issue my depression came from the way that I was thinking about my life. And so I went to therapy. It wasn't great. Um, I got on some Wellbutrin, which is an antidepressant, and that helped me bring me back to baseline. I mean, I was like, it was weird. In college, I would like lay on the floor for hours and listen to really sad music, and I just felt... Numb. It wasn't like sad. And I think that's one of the things that most people who have dealt with depression would describe. It's not like you're just sad. I mean, I I did cry and stuff, but for the most part, it was just this void. I just felt numb to life. And so I got help. Um, And then, but I didn't have these tools. I hadn't learned this world. And so then I read the book Awaken the Giant Within. And I will never forget the moment that I told myself I will never be depressed again. And that was a gift because because my depression was more situational I could say that and and mean it I knew that I created that experience for myself because my like I said my depression wasn't biological it was created by my mind and he taught me that I could create something different and I remember claiming that as my own that I would never be depressed again after I read the book Awaken the Giant Within actually I think it was while I was reading that book and the power I felt over my life I put the order right, right? Spirit, then mind, then body. So, like the way that I experienced my body, the way that I felt my emotions was dictated by my mind. And that was something that was within my control. And that changed my life because now I know if I'm feeling off, if I'm feeling sad, if I'm feeling something that's not serving me, I can change it. And, you know, later my work would introduce me to feeling my emotions through and being with my emotions and not rejecting them. But really he taught me that I don't have to wait to feel better. I could do something about it. I don't have to just be subject to my emotions. I'm actually the generator of my emotions. And that was game changing for me. So anyway, I just want to share that because that was my intimate moment, I guess, with the book that really set me on a course of like being able to move through negative emotions, not that they're bad. It's just, it doesn't always serve me. Right. Especially when I'm trying to create something or I need to be productive. I can like what he calls state be in state. I can, and what I love the final thing that I'm going to share is he differentiates between like a suffering state and a beautiful state. And I find myself more often than not living in a beautiful state where I'm grateful, where I'm alive where I'm serving, where I'm present with my kids, where I'm happy to be here, um, where I'm giving and innovating and fulfilled. And he has this big concept that he calls like the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. And that was, if you've been with me, my podcast, you can go back to a really early episode. I actually think that was one of the first episodes I ever created and I talked about the art of uh, or the art of fulfillment and the science of achievement. And I learned that from him. And I feel like I've been mastering both in my own way. You know, the the science of business, the science of money, the science of making things happen in the world, and then the art of being personally fulfilled, the art of finding gratitude now, the art of serving with my divine gifts, the art of meaningful relationships. And the combination is such a, a powerful place for me because I know how to create things in the world, but I'm also happy. I make money, but I'm also like thriving in my personal life, and that's what I want for all my clients. I want them to make money, I want them to grow their business, and I want them to do meaningful work in the world. But not at the expense of their own fulfillment in their life and i do believe you can have both i do believe you can achieve and be fulfilled you can create money and be happy and be a good person Um, and for me that's the ultimate life like that really is the happy sweet spot for me and so tony robbins was such obviously a major influence on my life a major influence on my way of thinking and being in the world and in business and i'm so grateful for him i hope you love his work if i'm sure you've at least heard his name Hopefully this inspires you to go study his work deeper, to read his books, to get associated with him um, on YouTube for free. Like that's where I got started for free and then I started doing some of those paid stuff later. But I think he's an amazing mentor, an amazing coach, an amazing human being. And I know that you'll love learning from him as much as I did. And I'm excited to introduce you to him if you've never heard of him. And I'm excited to invite you in closer if you've heard of him, but now maybe you want to study him closer, okay? Um, I hope you're enjoying this meet my mentor series, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Hey, if you love this podcast, I know you'd love the matrix. It's my group coaching program. I feel like it is the inner path of entrepreneurship. If you feel like entrepreneurship has opened you up to ideas of spirituality and mindset, where you feel like you need to challenge your old way of thinking, and you want to do it in a group setting with me the matrix is the place. So I coach live every week. You get access to all my programs. It's an incredible opportunity to do this work of entrepreneurship together. And I would love to see you in there. Head to www.itsambersmith.com forward slash matrix to find out more and to join us today.